0: hello and welcome to tonight's version of the g5 hive episode six here on october 2nd sorry for uh not being able to go live tonight having some technical difficulties also you'll notice uh no intro there won't be an outro either just uh having some computer issues tonight but i do want to get this out later tonight so uh those of you who stay up to watch can can listen, or you can listen to it on your way into work tomorrow morning. Uh, you notice, I am doing a solo podcast. I do another podcast for my home C2C League, but got a couple co-hosts. Uh, Justice uh, had some stuff going on tonight, so uh, I am here, and you'll have me for the entirety of this episode. So whether that could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing, but, uh, n- you know, nonetheless, the, sh- the show must go on, as they say. So we are are here for episode six, and we aim to bring you all the honey and the goods on the G5 college football. What does a swarm need to know? Our news and notes from this week. We got Quinn Finn. Uh, came back he was uh t- had a shoulder injury 2 weeks ago uh carted off uh was was kind of surprised to see him back this this week uh, did pretty well uh, old dominion quarterback jack shields started for the game did not look uh, too too good this week george holani out again for boise and ashton genty just keeps eating This guy has been amazing, not only in the G5, but all of college football. Keep it up, Ashton. Western Kentucky, wide receiver, tight end, hybrid, Dalvin Smith made his comeback this week. And in a year that, you know, across P5, G5, those of us that play fantasy football, having a tight end go down has kind of been the norm this this year um so having dalvin smith come back will be great for a lot of fantasy teams now with you know some of the good comes the bad dj irons likely will be out for the rest of the year with a possible torn acl i have not seen any confirmation of that today monday october 2nd but that is the thought Again, Jacoby Jones for Ohio is out for the year after having surgery today. I've not exactly heard on what that could be other than a leg. I'll try to look into that. Anthony Watkins. Last week we asked, is he kind of taking control of this Tulsa running back room? Well, he had 20 touches this week to Ford's eight and Gary's uh 6. So I think we have uh Anthony Watkins taking control of this Tulsa running back room. The other thing to note, Jace Bauer with the start for Central Michigan, not Bert Emanuel. Uh, Bert Emanuel has been, you know, fire with running the ball here the it was the first 2 3 weeks of the season and then Jace took over uh pretty much once uh Emmanuel was sick, and then he hasn't made a start since. So, something to keep in mind might have Jace Bauer going forward as we turn our clocks to Maxion time, that great time of the year where we've got football on all the time. That reminds me, we've got fantasy football games starting Wednesday. Make sure you have your lineup set for Wednesday games. Also, if you have the uh, substitution Make sure you get your subs uh, put in there by Wednesday. Otherwise, that will do you no good this weekend. The other piece of news to talk about is Rainers. Six touchdown passes has tied Justice Hansen, who threw six touchdowns against Southeast Missouri State in 2018. Rainers had back-to-back big weeks um, for Arkansas State. So we will talk about him later in the waiver pickups. I imagine this will be the last week that we will be able to talk about him as his rise to fame here in the last couple weeks. Kadarius Callaway. He scored on runs of 70 yards, 69 yards, and 75 yards, finishing with 236 yards on just 11 carries. I can't imagine that is... Uh, Going to be something that they can do every single week. So, uh, just you know, shout out to the great uh, day had by Kadarius Calloway. Now for our G five over P fives, we talked about it a little bit last week. We we're like, ah, no way can Bowling Green get this win over Georgia Tech. Well, egg on our face as Bowling Green wins over Georgia Tech, thirty eight to twenty seven. Georgia Tech was favored by 22.5 points. Uh, Terrian Stewart ran for 138 yards and one touchdown. And Finn Hogan had six receptions for 102 yards and a score. They also had 38 unanswered points. You heard that right. 38 unanswered por- points as they win 38-27. to 27. So kudos to Bowling Green as we have a couple more G5 Wins over the Power 5. Our top 25 appearance, still the same team, Fresno State. but They move up from number 25 to number 24. Players of the Week. Justice did not give me his Player of the Week, so you know what you get? You get two Luke's Players of the Weeks. Uh, Jalen Royals for Utah State, and what a wild game that was as Utah State blocks an extra point to win the game by one point you've got Terrell Vaughn held to a goose egg but Jalen Royals seven receptions on seven targets for 185 yards and three touchdowns as my player of the week my player two of the week how could you not recognize Tori Hortons for Colorado State just an absolute monster of a day he was tearing it up in the first quarter the the halftime he had 10 receptions on 12 receptions for 227 yards and three touchdowns big games uh by these guys now on to the nectar the good stuff this week's topics again our 2020 volume and attempts in yards per games we have um uh, we had 14 quarterbacks in here last week. This week we have 15. Two new guys, and I'll get to them a little bit later, but to highlight them, they are Joey Aguilar from App State and Byron Brown from University of Southern Florida, or South Florida. So let me go through these. These will all be in relation to uh, to ranks on attempts per game. We've got Davis Bryn. Georgia Southern, 47.4 attempts per game, while averaging 325.2 yards per game, which ranks second. Then you got Austin Reed, Western Kentucky, 42.4 attempts per game, ranks second, and 273.2 yards per game, ranks ninth. E.J. Warner from Temple, 41.4, ranks third, and 255.2 yards per game, ranks 12th Jacob Zeno UAB been throwing the ball all around the yard 41 and a or 41.4 attempts per game that is tied for third but he is averaging 289 yards per game which is fourth Braden Shager from Hawaii 40 and a half attempts per game ranks fifth throwing for 277.7 yards which ranks seventh. Mikey Keen, Fresno State, 39.4 attempts per game, ranks 6, 295.6 yards per game, which ranks 3rd. Nicholas Vallato, Middle Tennessee State, 38 attempts, ranks 8th, 232.2 yards per game, which ranks 18th. Braden Fowler-Nicolosi, Colorado State, attempts per game, which ranks 11th, 339.25 yards per game, which ranks 1st. Seth Hennigan from Memphis, 34.8 attempts per game, which ranks 12th, while throwing for 275.2 yards, which ranks 8th. Grayson McCall, Coastal Carolina, 33.4 attempts per game, which ranks 14th, 259.4 yards per game, which ranks 11th. Gunner Watson out of Troy, 33.2 attempts per game, which ranks 15th, while throwing for 260.2 yards per game, which ranks 10th. Our newcomer, Joey Aguilar, App State, 32.6, ranks 16th, 243.8 243.8 yards per game which ranks 15th tied at 16th in attempts per game is Preston stone at 32.6 attempts per game at uh, SMU throws for 237.4 yards per game and six which ranks 16th Another newcomer, Byron Brown, didn't have the rushing performance like we're used to seeing, but he he th- threw the ball around a lot this weekend at a USF, 32 attempts per game, which ranks 18th. Good for 245.4 yards per game, good for 14th. And JT Daniels from Rice was able to get uh was able to play, had 30.6 attempts per game, which ranks 20th. Throwing for two hundred and eighty point two yards, which ranks fifth. Normally, I wouldn't, uh, you know, regurgitate all these um, numbers, but being on a podcast and not being live, I want to make sure that uh, you guys don't get to see, or being on YouTube, you don't get to see these uh, numbers. So I, I, I want to talk about them. So this one might be, this might be a little bit of a rough episode to listen to. I'm not sure how it'll, it'll sound. Um, you know, feel free to give me some feedback on if you like it, don't like it. Uh, but hopefully this uh, won't be something that happens too often. I'll get uh, what I need fixed here on the computer. But yeah, we've we got a lot of the same names. Like we're adding Joey Aguilar was, was in the list, dropped out. Byron Brown's the only one that hasn't been in there before added to it. Uh, red shirt freshman. Some things I'm just taking away from this is like UAB is throwing the ball around a lot more than I thought they would, but is I mean, that should kind of be expected looking back at it. Hindsight 2020, I mean, you got Trent Dilford coming in, who was an NFL quarterback, probably wants to throw the ball around. Uh, Davis Brin being at the top with Austin Reed um, kind of knew that would be there. A brain Shager, Hawaii, we kind of figured he'd be there. He's kind of like, Getting you there by volume. If you're starting him week to week, Middle Tennessee State is kind of a under the radar team uh, with Vadiato. So somebody to kind of watch there, and and sometimes if even if you don't want the quarterbacks, well, if they're throwing this much, you know who are they throwing it to? Because you might want to go pick up their wide receivers off a. Of, off the waivers, if there are anybody, who we might touch on some of those a little bit later. Uh, That's what we call foreshadowing, folks. Moving on to our running backs. Now, this one I kind of took a little bit of a different approach to it this week. So, running backs. Last week we had 12. Or, sorry, when we get to the waivers, I took a different approach to it. So this this week for our, our top producers for the seasons, we had 12 last week, 11 this week. Uh, new, we don't have anybody new, but we had Keon Black. He was new last week, and he stays on, on the list. So we have a guy that was new, staying on there. Let me take a drink real quick, and we will get into our – Volume, top 20 in total touches and total yards per game. Number one in total touches at 27.75 per game. Running back, Nate Noel, App State. So you got a, a guy who's run the ball a lot, touching it, and Nate Noel and a guy throwing it a lot, Enjoy Aguilar. App State, exciting team, always one of those top G5 teams. Total yards is 141, which ranks fourth. Marcus Carroll, Georgia State, 25.75 touches per game, ranks second for 139.25, ranks fifth. Rasheen Ali, Adam Marshall, 22.3 touches per game, which ranks fourth, 145.7 total yards per game, which ranks third. Ashton Jinty, Boise State, 22.75 touches per game, which ranks third, 173.75 yards per game, which ranks fourth. Kayami Vidal out of Troy, 21.5 touches per game, which ranks fifth, 160.75 total yards per game, which ranks second. Blake Watson out of Memphis, total touches at 20.25, which ranks eighth, while averaging 138.75 total yards per game, which ranks six. lynch Lynch-Adams, UMass, running back 20.6 total touches, which ranks six, averaging 102.8 total yards, which ranks 16th. Jalen Buckley, the outstanding freshman from Western Michigan, averaging 20.5 total touches per game, which ranks seventh, Averaging 126.25 total yards per game, which ranks eighth. Harrison Whaley, former NIU running back. Johnston Dragon alum, close to where I am from in Ankeny, Iowa. Goes out to Wyoming. He's had a banging last couple weeks. He's averaging 18 touches, which ranks 11th. Averaging 136.5 total yards per game, which ranks seventh. Malik Jackson. Jacksonville State averaging 18.25 touches per game, which ranks ninth, averaging 106.75 total yards per game, which ranks 14th. And Keon Black, our newcomer last week, who's staying around another week out of James Madison, averaging 16.5 touches per game, which is ranked 17th, averaging 101 yards per game, which is also 17th. On to our wide receivers. Last week we had 10. This week we add one more with 11. However, we have two new guys. We have Caleb Hood out of Georgia Southern and Joshua Sevis um, out of UTSA. Newcomers last week, Malachi Corley and Luke McCaffrey, they end up staying on uh, this list. So, let's get into it. Number one in targets at 14.5 per game, LeJonte Wester at Florida Atlantic, averaging 99.5 yards per game, which ranks fifth. Torrey Horton, Colorado State, 13 targets per game, which ranks second for 135 yards per game, which ranks first. Malachi Corley, Western Kentucky, averaging 11.5 targets per game, which ranks third and 82.75 yards per game, which ranks 15th. Then we've got our two new guys, Caleb Hood, Georgia Southern, averaging 10.6 targets per game, which ranks fourth for 84.4 yards per game, which ranks 12th. And just making the cut here is Joshua Cephas, UTSA, 10.5 targets per game, which ranks 5th, and 76.25 yards per game, which ranks 20th. Eric Brooks at a Fresno State uh, had, a, had a quiet day this last week, but he's averaging 9.6 targets per game, which ranks 8th, and 97 yards per game, which ranks 6th. Uh, a guy who hasn't been so quiet, pretty steady all year, is actually Eric McAllister, Boise State, averaging 9.4 targets per game, which ranks the ninth, averaging 85.2 yards per game, which ranks 11th. Sam Pinkney, Coastal Carolina, another good game, 9.2 targets per game, which ranks 10th, averaging 87.4 yards per game, which ranks ninth. Pofili Ashlock, Hawaii. Uh, if if you own them, you've kind of, I don't know, it kind of feels like a roller coaster a bit, like you feel compelled because whatever you paid for waivers off him to start him, uh, he's been pretty consistent. Now it's whether he gets that touchdown or not. He's getting you 9.2 targets per game, which ranks 11th, and 79 yards per game, which ranks 18th. So you're getting yards, it's just, do you get a touchdown that week or not? Now we've got Colin Lacey, South Alabama, averaging 9 targets per game, which is good for 12th, averaging 113.4 yards per game, which is 2nd. Then we've got Luke McCaffrey sticking around from last week from Rice, averaging 8.8 targets per game, which ranks 15th, and 82.8 yards per game, which ranks 14th. Now for our tight ends, again, similar to last week, we are going to talk about um, our waiver wire targets Along with our volume, because a lot of these guys are available in our leagues. So we've got three new guys to talk about that were not on on this list last week. We've got David Martin Robinson out of Temple. We've got Dominique Mazzotti out of San Jose State and Bowdoin Grone out of Rice. Sorry, I had to take a drink. Um, so let's get it started here. I'll, I'll name the player, school, targets, yards, ADOT, because we want to make sure that we're getting those yards, you know, they're actually running routes and so not just little dump-offs. And if they are dump-offs, well, it's good to know that they're dump-offs. Uh, points per game and then their roster ship. So... If they're under 30%, I w- I'll, I'll definitely mention that again as maybe a waiver wire, but these are our top 20 tight ends that match, well, I guess it won't be t- a total of 20, but I'm looking at the top 20 for targets and the top tar- 20 for yards per game. If they match both of those buckets, they're making the list. This week, we have 2, four, six, eight, 10, 11 guys who make that. So we got Dallin Holker, Colorado State, averaging 8.25 targets per game, 89.75 yards per game, 7.9, giving you 22.55 points per game, rostered in 80% of leagues. A stud um, after that Colorado game, everybody everybody ran to the waiver wire to pick him up, except for it looks like 20% of leagues. Then we've got Tanner Colzel. Ball State kind of been a little disappointing this year, but he does have uh, 6.4 targets per game, 32.8 yards per game, an A of 7.9, getting you 8.18 points per game. He is rostered in 39 percent of leagues. Justin Jolly at a UConn, averaging 5.4 targets per game, 39 yards per game, an A of 9.9, giving you 6.78 points per game and one PPR and that he is rostered in 3% of leagues. So if you need a waiver wire pickup for tight end, we've had a lot of injuries. Justin Jolly might be a guy to take a look at another guy to take a look at who is rostered in 7% of leagues, but he's not getting that A dot that you're looking for, but tight ends a tight end. All you need to do is luck into a touchdown is we've got Cade Conley at a Marshall averaging 5.25 targets per game, giving you 41.75 yards per game. An 8 out of 4.3, giving you 10.17 points per game. Again, he is rostered in 7% of leagues. Harold Fannin Jr., Bowling Green State, 5 targets, eight or 48 yards per game, 5.2 ADOT, giving you 10.5 points per game. Rostered in 21% of leagues. So another guy that's probably out there in your waivers. A guy moving up the ranks from last week RJ Maryland, SMU, 4.8 targets per game, 31 yards per game, an A dot of 9.7, getting you 8.5 points per game. He is rostered in 56. Jay McAfee, Georgia State, 4.75 targets per game getting you 26.3 yards per game eight out of 6.6 and 7.88 points per game rostered in 14 percent of leagues um again they're throwing the ball a lot uh you're you're gonna get hood and burgess as your main guys and then if there's anything left over you get mcafee here didn't did not have a great game this week but you know All you're hoping for is is that touchdown again with these tight ends. We've got Mark Redman, San Diego State University, 4.5 targets per game, 40 yards per game, 9.7 ADOT, 9.25 points per game, rostered in 47% of the leagues. And then we've got uh, the new guys to the team, or I should by team, I mean the uh, target volume and yards per game team here on the tight ends. David Martin Robinson at Temple, 4.4 targets per game, 34.6 yards per game, 9.6 ADOT, good for 6.92 points per game. He is rostered in 21% of leagues. league, so if you need a tight end, David Martin Robinson was probably dropped earlier in the year. You might be able to go pick him up. Dominique Mazzotti, San Jose State, 4.25 targets per game. 38.25 yards per game an eight out of 10.1. So we like that uh, points per game and 8.32 rostered in 8% of leagues. Maybe go see if Dominique Mazzotti is available there in your waivers. And then a guy rostered in 0% of leagues out of rice is uh Bowden ground G R O E N. Not sure if I uh, totally spelt that Err, you know, said his name correctly but uh out of rice averaging four targets per game 33.2 yards per game and a dot of 6.7 ppr or yeah one ppr points per game is 6.32 and like i said he is rostered in zero percent of leagues so those are our tight ends for volume targets and yards per game as well as our waivers to pick up so a little bit more i want to touch a little bit more on uh bowden but he had seven targets this last week against ecu five receptions so here are his targets for the season six four two one seven and yards are 28 32 37 20 49 he does not have a touchdown yet but Hey, it's somebody with a pulse out there as as our tight ends are, are hard to come by. Next is our waiver wires for everybody else. So let's start here. We did our tight ends. Let's go right into our wide receivers next. So wide receivers, I've got a whole slew of people that I want to talk about. So let me grab a quick drink of water, and we will get right into these names. All right, we've got Tyrone Howell, UL Monroe. He's rostered in 7% of leagues, averaging 17.6 points per game, giving you 5.75 receptions per game nine targets per game and 58.5 yards per game. Now with all these guys, here's, you know, that's their season, but we're starting to get into some conference play. Now we've had the G five been playing P five games. So what have, what have you done for me lately? So that's their season. I'm going to dig into, I'm going to let you guys know what these last about two games have been looking like um, for averages. So you can kind of get an idea So Howell's had seven targets, five receptions for 51 yards, and 1.5 touchdowns per game, giving you 19.1 points per game. So lately he's been just over his season average. Then you've got the the Swiss Army Knife, the kind of the cheat code, uh, Jacob Cabote. Out of Louisiana, Lafayette, he is listed as a wide receiver and a running back, but he's actually a running back. So he's rostered in 16%, getting you 15.26 points per game, getting you .6 receptions per game, 8.6 rushes per game, or t- yeah, touches, uh, getting one target a game, and getting you 11.4 yards in receiving and 86.6 for rushing. But what has he done for you lately? It's all about what have you done for me lately? He's got you seven rushes for eighty two point five yards, one point five touchdowns the last two weeks. He's had ten yards receiving, so these are the averages, uh and then one reception on on one and a half targets, getting you nineteen point three so he's the last two weeks he's aver- actually averaged four more points uh, than a season average. Eric McAllister, we talked about him in our 2020 bucket. Through the fact that he's 19% rostered out of Boise State uh, is criminal at this point. Make sure you go out and pick him up. Season average 17.12 points per game, five receptions per game on 9.4 targets, and 85.2 yards per game over the last. Two weeks, he has averaged five receptions on 8.5 targets for 94 yards and a half a touchdown, good for 17.4 points. So he's averaging about the same. Then we've got Justice Ross Simmons out of Colorado State, 18% owned, averaging 12.98 points per game on four and a half receptions per game, seven targets, getting you 69.75 yards per game the last two weeks five receptions on eight and a half targets 66 yards no touchdowns you're not getting any touchdowns but he's still giving you 11.6 points per game so just a little bit less than his season average and that's uh you know if he can get you know maybe Tory Horton gives him a, a touchdown or two lets him have one uh that will that will help uh That final stat of points per game, which really matters to us. Next is Lawrence Keys the third out of Tulane, 15% rostered, 17.28 points per game, four receptions on six point two targets, 79.8 yards. The last two weeks he's had he's averaged three and a half. Receptions on five targets, 65.5 yards, and one and a half touchdowns. Good for 19.7 points, which is about two more points than he has been averaging for the season. Then we've got Cole Wilson for Texas State. Now, I want to cautious you. Like, uh, Joey, we'll get to Joey Hobart here a little bit later. But Cole Wilson hasn't really had the targets or the receptions lately. But sometimes you got bye weeks, last week and this week. You've got people that are hurt. You might need something. And uh, TJ Finley throwing the ball pretty well there for Texas State. So Cole Wilson, he's rostered in 2% of leagues, he's averaging 12.84 points per game. Three point six receptions per game on four point four targets, and fifty six point four yards. Well, the last two weeks, two and a half receptions on three targets for forty nine yards and a touchdown. That's what he's been averaging. So it's thirteen point four points. So that's up, actually, from his season of twelve point eight four. You don't have to watch the games. You just need the you know the final stat there. Uh, Boomer Bust guy, two two and a half receptions, averaging the last two weeks, not not trending in the right direction. Then we've got Chris Lewis, out of Troy. He's rostered in one percent of leagues. If you're looking for him on Fantrax, it's Christian Lewis. He's averaging nine point seven two points per game, two point four receptions on four point eight targets. Good for forty-eight point two yards per game. So the last two weeks, what have you done for me lately? Well, hasn't been all that great. Season average um, is nine point seven two. His last two weeks is nine point six. So not doing much difference. But he's kind of going the opposite way. So he's had one. He's averaging one and a half receptions on three point five targets. 50 and a half yards per game and a half a touchdown. His targets the last four weeks nine, eight, five, zero. Not going the right way there for Christian Lewis out of Troy. But again, he was getting those targets earlier. Maybe those will come back around more of a watch list guy than an ad, you know. And then same with Cole Wilson for me. Uh, and again, similar to this other guy. Nahim simmons out of usf so he, he's had he's the boom bust guy for usf last week had a big game but he's rostered in eight percent of leagues 14 points per game four receptions on 6.2 targets and 76 yards per game what have you done for me lately Six and a half receptions on seven and a half targets, 147.5 yards per game, and half a touchdown, averaging 24.25 points. Like I said, he's the boomer bust guy. Uh, the last two weeks, targets or not the last two weeks, the last five weeks, targets four, five, seven, eight, seven, the last two weeks, receptions have been, um, or last. Two games ago, he had eight receptions on eight targets and 272 yards, bringing that average of the 147 and a half yards per game up, and that big point total. So, if you need a boomer bust guy, Naeem Simmons would be your guy there for USF. Now, to a guy that's becoming a little more consistent and definitely somebody that needs to be picked off the waivers only owned in 1% of leagues is Rock Taylor out of Memphis. Again, if you're not subscribed to uh, my Substack at tips tricks and trends.com um, that uh, talked about Rock Taylor coming into the year. So he's rostered in 1% of leagues getting you 14.48 points per game. 5.25 receptions on 7.25 targets and 74.25 yards per game what have you done for me lately six receptions on eight targets the last two weeks 122.5 yards per game and half a touchdown good for 21.3 points getting right into a conference play now and that's up seven points you know for the season average the last three weeks for targets 10 10 and six. Uh, so he's he's getting utilized there. Ahmad Anderson Jr. at a Temple, rostered in twelve percent of leagues, averaging thirteen point five two points per game, five receptions on eight point two targets, and seventy four point four yards per game. He's the last two weeks seven receptions on eleven targets, good for ninety six yards and a half a touchdown. He is up six points at um, 19.4 points per game he did get injured in this this last week so he is day to day so if you go out and run and pick him up there's a chance that he might not be available so something to monitor but against Miami University two weeks ago he had 10 receptions on 13 targets 117 yards good for 21.7 points per game or points that game. Uh, you know, you got Troy going up against Miami. You got a guy doing that. Once we get into conference play here, he should, you know, be a name to watch. Then we've got a guy who had a big game this last week. Sean Atkins at the USF rostered in 2% of leagues season averaging 16.13 points per game, 5.6 receptions on 7.4 targets. Good for 66.2 yards. He's averaged the last two weeks, six receptions, seven targets, 94.5 yards, and a touchdown and a half, good for 24.5. What does his targets look like this season? Eight, seven, eight, nine. He actually had the least amount of targets this season last week in five, but put up a huge amount of points. So uh, Sean Atkins probably, if I'm going to own a USF receiver named Simmons Or Sean Atkins. I'm going to go Sean Atkins. But if you need a boom or bust guy, Naheem Simmons is the guy that you want to pick up. Jalen Royals, my player of the week that I had mentioned out of Utah State, 2% owned, 18.84 points per game, five receptions, 7.2 targets per game, 76.2 yards per game. Lately, seven receptions on nine and a half targets. 121 yards per game, 1.5 touchdowns, good for 28.1 points. Now he had three touchdowns in this game against UConn. He's had two touchdowns in the previous or like for the whole season. So definitely like uh, had an outlier week. So, you know, you know, I don't want to say let's discount the outlier week because then you just make stats say whatever you want. And they happened. We want those to happen. But just so you know, you know, the last three weeks, his targets have been like 7, 12, 7. He is averaging about 49 yards per game. So getting a 121. Over the last two weeks is uh, averaging that over the last two weeks is kind of outlandish. So if you do pick him up, I wouldn't expect those twenty eight point one points. I'm more thinking about that twelve to fifteen point range. So if you're picking Jalen Royals up, um, but maybe you know it. They say the NFL is a copycat league. Maybe some teams will see what a uh, Yukon did to. Utah State in bracketing Terrell Vaughn and and maybe Jalen Royals is the beneficiary of that, so somebody to, to keep a look at. Joey Hobart, uh, the Texas State wide receiver I want to, to own, 14% owned, averaging 17 points per game, six receptions on 7.2 targets, and 74 yards per game. Lately, the last two weeks, he's averaged nine and a half receptions on ten and a half targets for 108 yards one touchdown giving you 26.3 points per game which is up 9.3 points per game from his season average again conference play starting up maybe uh joey Holbert heating up uh, here in conference play then we've got two more guys that i want to talk about here in the wide receivers trust me the running backs are a lot a lot less to to pick over here. Anthony Simpson out of UMass 27% rostered, 15.8 points per game, 4.3 receptions on 7.2 targets and 71 yards per game. Lately he's averaged 6 receptions on 9 targets, 68.5 yards per game and half a touchdown. Good for points per game. So up almost four points here lately. And then a hot name here, UAB, Amari Thomas, freshman, 1% owned, averaging 10.45 points per game, 5.75 receptions on 7.2 targets, good for 56.75 yards. You might say, well, that doesn't sound like much. Well, he's a freshman, a true freshman. So, to do anything is pretty remarkable. So, here are his targets three, zero, three, thirteen, ten. 13, 10. He had 13 targets against uh, Georgia. He was in nine receptions for 13 yards, 60 yards, and a touchdown. He's only had one touchdown on the year, guys, and it was against Georgia. Uh, so, he's averaged the last two weeks eight and a half receptions on 11 and a half uh, targets. yards receiving on half a touchdown the last two weeks, averaging 19.8 points per game, which is 9.4 points more than his points per game for the season. I think uh, there might be something here to Amari Thomas. Now let's move on to our running backs. Like I said, this guy's this one will be a lot quicker. So I only have six guys that I want to talk about here. So we've got Malik Jackson, Jacksonville State rostered in 28% of the league's, giving you 16.82 points per game, 17.6 touches and 112.4 total yards per game. What have you done for me lately? 17 attempts in the last so all these that I that I do here on the second will be the last two games average. 17 attempts, 2.5 receptions on 3 targets, 6 yards receiving, 128 yards rushing, a half a touchdown rushing, 0 touchdowns receiving, good for 18.9 points, a little bit more than his season average. Anthony Watkins, we said passing of the torch. Here it comes. At a Tulsa, 1% owned, season averaging 9.68 points per game. touches per game, 66.8 total yards per game. The last two weeks, 21.5 attempts, 84 yards rushing, one touchdown. He's not a receiving back. Zero receptions on one target is what he's averaging. 14.4 points, which is about five points more than his season average. We get here into conference play. It is hard to find running backs on the the waiver wire that – you know, demand volume, Anthony Watkins, a guy to look at at Tulsa. Quentin Cooley, Liberty, kind of forgot about, they had their buy this last week, 6% owned, averaging 8.45 points per game, 13.75 touches per game, and 84.5 yards. So he averages 8.5 attempts per game, 69.5 69.5 yards rushing per game, one reception on one target and 7.5 yards, getting you 8.7 points per game, which is pretty similar to uh, what his season average Nothing. Sometimes you, we get these guys that get hurt. We're in G5 only uh, leagues. Maybe you just need a bi-week fill-in. Quentin Cooley has the opportunity uh, if you need... If you need like ten points, that's probably about your ceiling. I, I can't say he's he would be one of my top guys to add, but if you need somebody, just be aware of Quentin Cooley, Rajah Harris, Eastern East Carolina, rostered in ten percent of the leagues, averaging eleven point three eight points per game, twelve touches and forty seven point six yards per game. His last two weeks. Averaging 15.5 attempts, 55 yards and a touchdown, half a reception on two targets, and five and a half yards in the air. So he's not going to catch the ball a lot, but he's averaging 15.6 points per game in the last two weeks, which is up four points. So as we move into our, our conference games, uh, Eastern Carolina, something to watch. Then we've got uh, Lorenzo Lingard. And uh, he has 11 and a half. Oh, sorry, uh, 17% rostered, points per game 12.54, total touches 11, uh, total touches per game and 79.4 yards per game. Last two weeks, he's been averaging 80 yards on 11 and a half attempts. And two receptions on two and a half targets for 10 yards. Good for 14 points. So just a little bit more. Uh, And then I forgot to do the average for this next guy. So I'm just going to have to talk to you about uh, what he's been for the season as I look up what he's done the last couple weeks. So Jaden Thomas, UNLV, rostered in 17% of leagues. Good for 15.5 points per game. 10.8 touches per game and 63.4 yard total yards per game. Now, what have you done for me lately? Well, let me filibuster as I look this up. So Jaden Thomas, the last two weeks, he's averaged 12 and a half attempts per game. And let's see here. Um, So, I guess I'll just read you the last two games. So, 11 or 13 attempts, 100 yards rushing, four touchdowns, three targets, two receptions for 14 yards. Next game, that was against uh, UTEP, then against Hawaii, 12 attempts, 62 yards, no touchdowns, one target, one reception, 19 yards. So he, he got you yeah, that four touchdown game, 37.4 points per game, and then 9.1. So his carries by, you know, each week, 8, 5, 13, 13, 12. So, you know, he's got a ceiling, but, you know, other than his game against Michigan that he got .1 points, like you're probably looking at like 12 points as, as your floor, 10 as your floor and again we're looking for anybody here in the uh running back room it's like it was it was slim pickings this week here for for roster ship and 30% or less we're going to round this this night out here with our quarterbacks i'm not going to go into in depth on, on what they've done lately like i have for the other other uh, games or other teams so a lot of these guys are on our our 2020 bucket, so i don't really want to talk about them a whole bunch but I will talk to you about their touchdowns. So Jacob Zeno, UAB, he's rostered in 24% of leagues. He's averaging 24.38 points per game and eight touchdowns for the season. These are all passing, no rushing. We got EJ Warner Temple, 27% rostered, averaging 17.63 points per game, but he's averaging but he has seven total touchdowns. Cole Snyder, Buffalo, that defense is awful. Buffalo's awful. they got to throw the ball a lot. Uh, He's been in our 2020 bucket before. 7% rostered, averaging 20.62 points per game. And I should say for these scores, they are six-point passing touchdown leagues. He's got 11 total touchdowns. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot if you need some mop-up minutes. Cole uh, Snyder's your guy. Nicholas Vatiato, Middle Tennessee State, again, in our 2020 bucket, 6% rostered, seven total touchdowns. He's averaging 19.82 points per game. Brayden, Fowler, Nicolosi, Colorado State, 11% rostered, 28.18 points per game. That's a real high number there, 11% owned. Go out there, pick up Brayden, Fowler, Nicolosi. He should he should be on more teams, uh, 11 total touchdowns. Gunner, Watson, Troy, again in our 2020 bucket, 2% rostered, averaging 17.85 points per game, nine total touchdowns. Joey Aguilar, new to the 2020 bucket, but been in and out. App State, 9% rostered, 25.24 points. That's not going to hurt you. That's a pretty good stat line there. Um 12 total touchdowns. JT Daniels at a Rice, 19% owned Averaging 24.95 points per game, 12 total touchdowns. TJ Finley, Texas State, 28% owned. Hopefully, this is the last week. We have to talk about TJ Finley. Go pick up TJ Finley. 26.14 points per game. 10 touchdowns. Uh, A lot of people forgot about this guy. 7% owned. Keon Jenkins. FIU, they just had their buy, so people kind of forgot. He's averaging 19.83 points per game, only five touchdowns on the the year for Jenkins. Then we got Diego Pavia, New Mexico State, 19% owned, 23.58 points per game, 10 touchdowns. And then the guy that this definitely will be the last week we talk about him, Jalen Rayner, Arkansas State, true freshman, quarterbacks, Rostered in twenty three percent of leagues, averaging thirty eight point eight nine points per game. Ten total touchdowns in his two games that he's played. Just amazing. Plus, he's adding stuff on the in you know the rushing department. He's averaging uh, since we haven't really talked about him. Uh, actually, I'll go back you know and talk all the way to TJ Finley because because we didn't really touch on them uh, in the quarterback uh, slides. But Jalen Rayner is averaging 17.3 attempts per game, 231.3 yards per game. Diego Pavia is averaging 19.4 pass attempts per game, 215.2 yards per game. Keon Jenkins averaging 27.25 attempts per game and 250 yards per game. And and TJ Finley, 27.4 attempts per game and 278.6 yards per game. So those are the waiver wire QBs to add, and we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys that were in our 2020 buckets, and all these guys except for Rainer and Pavia have have reared their heads in our 2020 bucket at some point in this season. So, like. I don't really know why we need to talk about like all these different options that you can pick up at quarterback when the guys that are giving you that volume are available in a lot of your leagues. So just go pick them up. So that is our waiver wire target section here for tight ends, running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks. Um I want to look forward to next week a little bit. So our G5 to P5 games this week, we've got Western Michigan going up against Mississippi State and Marshall going up against NC State. So playing at NC State is a tough environment. Marshall uh, will will be in for a tough one. And Western Michigan going to Mississippi State, also going to be a a rough one. Looking forward to uh, next week, I am looking forward to Arkansas state first Troy. I want to see this Troy defense go up against this freshman quarterback in Jalen Rayner. He's been just exciting. He's been, he's been as advertised, but can Troy's defense who, who smothered uh, Darren Granger this last week, you know, can they, can they stop him? If, if Troy's defense can't stop him, nothing's going to stop this kid. And then you know, we'll see how the year plays out. maybe he transfers up. but if he stays around it at uh, Arkansas State, boy, do uh does Arkansas state have have quite a quarterback uh, coming back for for the next year. So next week we will be going full bore with that sweet oh that sweet nectar on the g5 from the week six games and bring you all the news for the swarm that we can find concerning the g5. Know thanks for your support. Please like, subscribe, retweet, leave a five star review. Um, we're available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much any f- place that you can get your podcast. Uh, not putting tonight's episode on on YouTube because I am ha- having computer issues here tonight. So, but normally we will be live. So again, thank you. Don't have an outro, but I'll see you next week. Buzz, buzz.